from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee Nettie in the morning here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m. and 94.5 f.m. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today. We've got a great show in store for you here on this Wednesday, July 29th. Uh, coming up, no 7.15 today. Instead, we're going to talk a little bit about exercise today. Uh, also, some alternatives to fasting um, that are traditional fasting, excuse me, that you may otherwise think of with just kind of bread and water. There's some alternatives here I've got for you, which I think are going to be pretty good. Uh, Bo Bonner coming up in the second half hour, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Science. He's going to uh, be talking today about the Old Testament for our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment and why we look to the Old Testament as Catholics. Why not just the New Testament and uh, why we should be also praying with the Old Testament and how to do that as well. So Bo Bonner is going to have all that coming up for our Midweek Catholic Truth and Beauty segment, one of my favorite segments on the show. Jimmy Olson in for Mark Amadeo this morning. We'll have that weather straight from TV 13's weather desk meteorologist Megan Sewell, and we'll have your saint of the day all coming up in the second half hour uh, and the first half hour. So let's do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God as we pray. God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today, so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Jimmy Olson in for Mark Amadeo. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm better now. All right. <laughs> well, your microphone was off, so now that's on. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I thought you wanted to stay off. No, 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 no. It's good. It's good. <laughs> All right, from the uh, WHO-TV weather desk, meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently at the Iowa Catholic Radio Mercy One studio. We're sitting at 70. We could see some showers and thunderstorms happening later today, mostly sunny with a higher 90. Now, tonight, those showers and thunderstorms could continue, mostly cloudy, 68, and then a few more early on tomorrow, mostly cloudy, 83. Uh, looking ahead to Friday, partly sunny, 83, and Saturday, mostly sunny, 85. So not a bad weekend if you're going to head over to the Taste of the State Fair and get your corn dog on there, John. Yeah, I, I might uh, have to do that. I, <laughs> I'm kind of got a Galia. That's a craving in Italian for corn dog. That's what we say in our household. Got a you, Galia. You a Galia? Galia. That just sounds wrong. That's what we do. <laughs> hey, you haven't received any weird seeds in your mailbox, have you? No. Okay. I don't know if you've heard about this. Seeds but the, in the mailbox. Well, the Iowa Department of Agriculture is aware that there are many receiving unsolicited uh, shipment of seeds in your mailbox. And this is happening around the country, including here in Iowa. And they're asking you not to plant them, open them, or even attempt to destroy them. They are concerned that they are an invasive plant species. 
Wow. They've come from China. It really is 2020, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. I mean, what, what else is going to happen, uh, right? Anything else, 2020? <laughs> you, might, you might know it'd be from China. <laughs> yeah. Anything else 2020 wants to bring along? If you uh, do receive those, they do ask that you report the shipment immediately. The Iowa Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship is working closely with the USDA to trace, collect, and properly destroy these unknown seeds to protect our agriculture community from plant and seed-borne diseases. I can't say, though, I've, I've really never planted a flower in my life, so I think I'm good really yeah no, no, not even not, tomatoes that's not my thing no that's my wife she's she's got the garden out there she's even got a pumpkin going right now really so I, yeah she's got she's got all that going we've got like six tomato plants which we're waiting for them to actually bloom we've had some tomatoes we've got some ox hearts and some brandy wines Ooh. so and of course the brandy wines we're wondering when those are actually going to start blooming yeah <laughs> somebody said they might be a little more of a later one i just so. heard brandy and i that <laughs> That's, that's what I'm. He's like, I'm in. I'm for it. I'm for it. <laughs> Along. <laughs> so they took the BLTs from you. <laughs> Today's sports report brought to you by Big Red Q. Quick print. Iowa State football announced yesterday they are replacing the Cyhawk game as they agreed to host Ball State at Jack Trice Stadium on September the 12th. I heard a rumor that they haven't been there since, was it, like 1998? I think so. Or something it's like that. It's been a long time, but uh, I, I, that's a sad thing that we have to uh, not have that game, Iowa, Iowa State, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Ball State coming in, hopefully that's a win. Well, coach. from what I heard, it was like a shutout. It was like thirty-eight zero or something when they came. That's again, I know nothing. So you know, Iowa I just, State. I don't. Remember. Yeah, Iowa State. Oh, okay, that's good. what I heard. Yeah, well, I mean, weren't you still like in diapers at yeah, that point, John? Yeah, that, that that was not. I was not cheering <laughs> at the games at that point. Also, uh, there is a group of Des Moines residents that filed a lawsuit against the joint venture between the Des Moines Public Schools and Drake University for that $19.5 million stadium. The group claims that it was unlawfully approved since it has not been brought to a public vote. They're asking the court to uh, compel Des Moines Public Schools to either abandon the project or hold a public vote. They're also asking to seek an injunction to stop the district from issuing bonds for the project until after a public vote. A few scores from uh, Major League Baseball yesterday. The Indians beat the White Sox 4-3. to It was Cubs over the Reds, 8-5. to uh, Brewers, Pirates took the Brewers, 8-6. to The Royals lost the Tigers 3-4. to And the Twins beat the Cardinals 6-3 from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Sawa. Chance of showers and thunderstorms late today. Mostly sunny, a high near 90. Currently at the Iowa Catholic Radio Mercy One Studio. It's 70. This has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather and Sports. For Mark Amadeo, I'm Jimmy Olson. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
No delays to pass along, and we are accident-free. Uh, don't forget, there'll be a little extra traffic downtown with the uh, Boys State Tournament, the uh, baseball tournament happening in Principal Park this week. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken is a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Well, this next segment might be for you. I know you like to exercise, and most uh, Christians, I hope, like to do at least some kind of exercise. I know I've talked to people that have said that they uh, walk. That's kind of the the most popular form of exercise, kind of counting those steps. That's kind of the in thing today. Uh, A lot of people wearing many different, you know, it used to be a Fitbit, but now you've got so many different options to wear around your wrist uh, and uh, some cheaper options as well um, to be able to count those steps. I'm not really one of those that likes to to count the steps. I I like to just go get a good workout in. Um, May not be able to tell right now, but I like to go get a good workout in and uh, kind of sweat it out and that's what i that's what i do i try to uh, give myself a day off each week but really try to get after and it's one of the more difficult things to do to push me to because you know i don't always really like doing it uh deacon tony i know you're you're back there you're an exercise guy you've been away though for the last few months yeah you know eileen encouraged me to get an apple watch so i did and you can track your workouts and things like that on there and it will remind you that you you got to get up and start doing stuff was it beat patch or something i I deactivated that stuff i don't like a watch telling me what to do you know it's it's like i got enough people telling me what to do (laughs) i was playing one night Uh, and i and i'm sitting there in my chair playing and all of a sudden it says you need to get up and start moving around (laughs) wow that's when you that's when you start headbanging. You I know, drew the line. Those yeah. songs, right? <laughs> Jumping around with that guitar. Uh, but, you know, there is a, a, a reason to do it with our faith. Um, and, you know, sometimes we may think, well, it's just something I got to do because I got to, you know, I want to look better or uh, I want to be healthier with my body. And maybe that's as deep as we go with this. Rachel Liu put together a really interesting piece, and she talked about the holiness of exercise and why every Christian should do something at least regularly. And she has six things here that I thought were very important for us. Now, the first thing she says I can't really relate to because she says she loves to exercise. Um, she's a, a stay-at-home mom, so she says when she is able to go, the husband comes home, she's able to get out, and she just really likes to kind of burn all those those calories. Um, again, I, I don't really like doing it, but I do see her points here behind why it is important. Number one, why every Christian should do some form of exercise. Again, not crazy. It doesn't have to be crazy, but really trying to walk or get out and do something because your body is a temple. Corinthians 1 says that you should, quote, glorify God in your body. God created the human body, and she says, personally, I think he did an awesome job. Of course, all things should be done in moderation. We shouldn't be obsessive and vain, especially about our personal appearance, but keeping healthy is just exercising good stewardship over one of God's more precious gifts. So Corinthians 1, maybe something to be able to take in your meditation this morning. Glorify God in your body. The things that we put into our body, taking care of our body, is a way in which we can glorify God and can be a prayer. This is a great gift that God has given to us, both body and soul. And again, we, we are not masochists, not masochists, they, they enjoy pain. Um, we, we are not um, dualists here. Um, or Manichaeanism, Manichaeanism, you know, we, we, we do not uh, think that the body is bad or flesh is bad and, and the soul is good, as Manichaeanism said, uh, the, the heresy. We are body and soul, both 
both good, both glorify God. Number two, a reason why we should exercise this morning with our faith, if you're married, your body belongs to your spouse. She says that little gem comes a little later in that same passage. When you became one flesh with another person, you offered your body to your husband or wife. That's all the more reason why you should take care of it. You give yourself body and soul to your spouse. See, a little spiritual understanding of marriage through our bodies and taking care of it. Number three, why every Christian should exercise. Everyone you love will benefit if you feel good. She says, exercise, and I think this is probably the best line of the whole of the whole article. She says, exercise is a good investment. 15 minutes a day gives me far more energy than when I neglect my routine. That makes me more efficient with the rest of my work and less cranky with my kids. It's worth the short diversion if it keeps me active and feeling good for the rest of the day. I, I don't have to get into the science behind it because you you know that exercise, I think most people understand that exercise is just good for you. And I think that most people, after they do do it, maybe not while they're doing it or before when they're anticipating exercising, but when afterwards they feel better. I know I do. I feel a lot better. And so when I'm feeling better, I'm able to, okay, I'll give you an example. Uh, And this is a regular example. Sometimes I'll be, you know, I got to do this or I'll be short or something. And my wife will say, you get your workout in. And this isn't all the time, but once in a while, do you get your workout in? No, I haven't gotten it in yet. Go, go get it in. Go, just go, you know, come back 30 minutes. Just go get a workout. Sweat it out. I'll come back. Ah, I'm feeling better, more patient. I'm kind of more locked in, more focused on some of the tasks that I'm able to do. Uh, I, I feel like the family just kind of runs a little bit better when mom and dad get their workout in. So again, it benefits everyone around us as well. Maybe a little exercise in charity. Number four, why we should be uh, exercising. Over the long run, your family will appreciate the benefits even more. They want to have you with them and ideally healthy for as long as possible. So if you have young children, you especially owe it to them to take little steps to keep yourself healthy. If you think it's important to have life insurance to ensure your dependents' long-term welfare, just think of exercise as another form of life insurance. It may just keep you alive for the years to come that you're most needed. I think that's important as well. Continuing on with the family. If you have children, you set a good example by modeling healthy lifestyle habits. And this is something that I've noticed. Uh, I'll be downstairs uh, boxing. We have a little boxing thing, or I'll be downstairs doing my push-ups. Uh, I got a little kettlebell down there and Joseph will come down and work out on the other side of the basement, uh, you know, with his little one pound weights. You know, he's like, how am I doing dad? You know, and he'll come down once in a while and he'll see me boxing and, and Gianna will go over there and, and then, you know, she'll do her boxing and then Joseph will do his body. It's something that really, I think it can be taught in a household. Good and can be set a good example for your kids and your grandkids and other people as well. Cause I know when I talk to friends or family members and they I go get a good workout or they've changed their workouts, I know it's good for them. And I know I feel better, uh, not just feel better, but I I'm inspired by that. So I, I think it'd be a good habit to be able to set I, the same thing with prayer. You know, the more I pray and I I've always said, I don't pray. So my kids see me praying, but I pray. So my kids see me praying because it sets the example for them. 
Number six, finally, exercise is a good analogy for life, Rachel says. Rachel Liu says, in a fallen world, we're constantly striving for a perfection that we never quite reach, this side of the grave at least. Exercise is a great example of this. Even if we stick to our routine, there's always someone else out there who is faster, stronger, and in better shape than you. What's worse, you'll probably fall further behind the more years you do it. Welcome to mortality. But that's all the more reason, she says, to keep working out. Bearing with our weaknesses is a good way of reminding ourselves that we always have more work to do and that ultimately it's God's grace that brings us home. I just thought that was a really good piece and I think a good reminder for all of us uh, today. And, you know, especially with so much angst and stress and anxiety out there, you may feel like, I don't I just I don't know how to handle this. I'm not saying this is the only thing to do, but I think it'd be one thing to do if you haven't yet incorporated it is uh, going to run go on a long walk today do something to be able to get that heart rate up and you may just feel all six of these things in your life again so great piece from rachel lou on reasons why every christian should be exercising at least regularly all right coming up second half hour we're going to talk to uh, bo bonner director of mission and ministry at the mercy college of health sciences for our catholic truth and beauty weekly segment going to talk about the old testament today the importance of it and why we cannot overlook it in our spiritual life and also ways to pray with the old testament as well so we'll have that for you coming up in the second half hour uh, i've got so much stuff here to do and I, I don't know if i'm going to be able to get to all of it i'm going to have when we come back talk about some replacements that we can do for fasting that's going to be a short one but also, I read a great priest uh, piece excuse me, on St. Bridget, a mystic, uh, and uh, I, I want to talk about her as a, a visionary, but also a mother and a wife. And I think this has a lot of tie-in to the real world for all of us, because I think sometimes we have this mistaken idea of what a mystic really is. We'll have that for you coming up right after this. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, Wednesday, July 29. Thanks for being a part of the show this morning. And thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. For underwriting the show. Customer satisfaction, well, that comes first. Whether it be plumbing, heating, air conditioning services, 20 years, golden rule since 1999. Technicians trained in their training facility, 100% satisfaction guarantee. And they're everywhere, still seeing their trucks all around, including right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for choosing us to support Golden Rule, PHC.com. That's Golden Rule, PHC.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one, one child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral 
home and crematory, for underwriting Christ is the answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. St. Vincent de Paul's assists those living in poverty to become self-sufficient. Learn more at svdpsm.org or call 515-282-8327. This message brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. This is Dr. David Anders, host of Call to Communion. Catholic Radio is the best tool we have for evangelization in the church today. I believe your support of your Catholic Radio station can make an eternal difference in the life of an individual, a family, and in society. So support Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. We believe in God the Father We believe in Jesus Christ We believe in the Holy Spirit You ever heard of the prayers of St. Bridget? I have uh, someone I know that has prayed these and continue to pray these for many, many years. St. Bridget was a mystic. She was a mother. She was a wife. Um, She received 700 visions of the Lord is what she said. Imagine that. Imagine receiving 700 visions of Jesus. Well, and I, I'm i not going to be able to get into all of those. So I, I, I know I'm making this show be going on for the next 24 hours, but she was given prayers to pray. And I think, friends, at times we may think that the mystical life or a mystic is someone, um, you know, kind of parched up way in the clouds, maybe a little bit airy uh, in the way they think or talk, Uh, locked away in a monastery somewhere. But I I think that's the wrong understanding or idea of of mysticism. Because I think really anyone in any way of life can be a mystic. And in fact, St. Bridget proves it. Uh, A mother, a wife, uh, you know, a woman in the world. Um, You know, this is something that I think many of the saints teach us. Yes, most people that we tie the word mystic to are religious sisters or priests, uh, monks, Maybe, but you know, all of us, the mystical life is not just for, for them, it's for us as well. But I wanted to talk about some of the prayers because I really think these are good. And there was a great piece that was given uh, recently by Erin Rebar, and uh, I really enjoy her stuff. And, and she put together the 15 prayers, and I thought, you know, this might be, uh, or she didn't put it together, but she uh, featured them. And I thought this might be something good to share with us if you're looking for maybe a prayer or a new prayer, or devotion to pray. Um, and, and by the way, if you have uh, taken to a new devotion or a new prayer that maybe you're leaning on right now during these times, I want you to text it into the text line right now at 515-223-1150. I'd love to hear it. Uh, maybe you've taken up the Divine Mercy Chaplet every day. Um, maybe you have uh, taken up the Rosary again, something as simple as that. Uh, or maybe uh, you have... Uh, decided to take on a new devotion, maybe these prayers of St. Bridget, text it in at 515-223-1150. I'm always interested in maybe some of the new prayers, especially devotions that you might be leaning on uh, right now during these last few months. But she composed many prayers throughout her life, and some of these were given to her in private revelations from Jesus, by the way. Her visions and revelations never received formal approval from the church. The prayers themselves were deemed truthful and good for souls by Pope Pius IX. 
So that's something that we can count on here, that the, the prayers themselves were approved. Um, the private revelations were never formally given approval, uh, but Pope Pius IX uh, approved as truthful and good for souls, these prayers. And, and here's just one example of a, of a prayer from St. Bridget, and I thought this was really, really good and inspiring and something that I'm going to print off and pray myself. She says this, O Lord, make haste and illumine the night. Say to my soul that nothing happens without you permitting it, and that nothing of what you permit is without comfort. O Jesus, Son of God, you who were silent in the presence of your accusers, restrain my tongue until I find what I should say and how to say it. Show me the way and make me ready to follow it. It is dangerous to delay, yet perilous to go forward. Answer my petition and show me the way. As the wounded go to the doctor in search of aid, so do I come to you. O Lord, give your peace to my heart. Amen. Again, one of those that I'm going to be um, printing off here soon because I really enjoyed it. A lot of the visions that she received um, happened, uh, had something to do with uh, the blows that Jesus took to his body during uh, his crucifixion. In fact, uh, in one uh, vision, Jesus appeared to her and said, quote, I received 5,480 blows on my body. If you wish to honor them in some way, say 15 Our Fathers, 15 Hail Marys with the following prayers, which he taught her for a whole year. When the year is up, you will have honored each one of my wounds. And um, so if you want to uh, look up what those are, just type in the uh, 15 prayers of St. Bridget. There's a, a link here, but that's not going to do any good over radio. And uh, you can Check those out. Pray them for a year if you want. Again, this is a big one. This is uh, one of those devotions that uh, you've got to be really dedicated and disciplined in, but nonetheless important. The 12-year prayers of St. Bridget, this collection of prayers, it's much shorter, but it's also to be said for a longer period of time. 12 years, as the name suggests, recommended by Pope Clement VII and Pope Innocent X, and were wonderful ways to honor the precious blood. There are seven prayers altogether, as with the 15 prayers, each one is preceded by an Our Father and Hail Mary. The prayers focus on seven times Jesus' blood was spilled. You can find St. Bridget's 12-year prayers as well, uh, just by Googling them, St. Bridget's 12-year prayers, if you... um if you want to get real dedicated here, the seven sorrows of Mary, another devotion that St. Bridget spread. You may not have known. Some of us may have heard about the seven sorrows, but we don't know what they are. According to Bridget, Mary appeared to her and revealed that she would give seven graces to anyone who prayed seven Hail Marys daily while meditating on her sorrows. You could find the prayers with their attached promises by Googling them. But yes, Mary, our lady appeared to her and asked anyone who prayed seven Hail Marys uh, daily and, and to do so by meditating on her sorrows. And again, the promises to Bridget by Christ that come with her prayers are, are pretty powerful. Um, and uh, th- th- this piece says that many people are attracted to prayers because of the promises that they carry. I, I purposely didn't uh, share those, but there are a bunch of promises that Jesus uh, promised to St. Bridget, as well as Our Lady, for those that take these prayers to heart and take them seriously. So you got the 15 prayers, the 12-year prayers of St. Bridget as well. But that one prayer, uh, and you can find it at epicpew.com, that one prayer that I prayed at the beginning of this, I think could be a prayer for all of us. So good stuff there. 
All right, uh, I have to get to this when I come back on the three things that you can do to replace fasting today, the traditional form of fasting today. By the way, some texts are coming in here, and I'll read some of those to you about some new devotions uh, that you may be taking up or prayers. If you have taken up a new devotion or a new prayer during these times, maybe something you're really leaning on right now, text it in to 515-223-1150. I'd love to read all about it. All right, when we come back, Bo Bonner in the second half hour with your Catholic Truth and Beauty segment today, the power of the Old Testament, and how we as Catholics can rekindle that appreciation and understanding and prayer of the Old Testament for us. Coming up, Bill Bonner going to tackle that one this morning. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nighting in the morning. It's Wednesday, July 29th. Thank you for being a part of the show today. And thanks to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. 963-4494. Talk about a guy that's kept busy during these last few months. Residential re-roofs and light commercial jobs. It's like everyone decided, well, now's the time to get the new roof. 30 years in business. 963-4494. Bell Construction. Thank you for underwriting the show here and all you do for us at Iowa Catholic Radio. 963-4494. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Many of the Jews who had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them about their brother, Lazarus, who had died. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary sat at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise. Martha said to him, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live, and anyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. The Gospel of the Lord By merely human standards, it doesn't make sense for us to rise from death. In other words, death should be the end. And while we'll still undergo a physical death, we may, with faith in Jesus, experience a physical resurrection, which he affords us due to his own resurrection. Only he can do this and make us this offer because he's the only Christ, the Son of God, who's so powerful that he conquered death. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. The coronavirus has impacted lives in Iowa and around the world. This is especially true in rural South Africa, where COVID-19 restrictions have led to vulnerable children being hospitalized due to starvation. To combat this hunger, Blessman International now offers a program called One Child at a Time. You can sponsor a child in South Africa for $1 a day. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. BlessmanInternational.org.
John, I did St. Bridget's 15 prayers for one year, 2005 and 2006. Then I found and began St. Bridget's 12-year prayers. I'm on my 14th year, which I do with my spouse. Wow. She says, I love introducing the 12-year prayers to others. I read the promises to them. Very convincing. I think you're right. Thanks for texting in there. 14 years going on the St. Bridget prayers. That is dedication. You know, when I said dedication and discipline on that, uh, she figured that one out, I think. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God and pray. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Jimmy Olsen in for Mark Amadeo. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Here he is. Yeah, that one guy. That one guy, <laughs> Jimmy Olsen. Double duty again this week. That's with, right. Uh, with the news, weather, sports, traffic, you got it all. Yeah, I'm here to mess something up. So well, there you go. Been doing a good job this week. <laughs> From the WHO TV 13 Weather Desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, we are sitting at 70 at the Iowa Catholic Radio Mercy One Studio. Looks like we could see some showers and thunderstorms late today. Going to be mostly sunny, otherwise a higher 90 than those showers and thunderstorms continuing tonight. Even uh, rolling into uh, early tomorrow, mostly cloudy tonight, down to 68. And then tomorrow, still uh, mostly cloudy and a high around 83. Things are cooling off a bit. Not a bad weekend if you're going to get out and mow the lawn or head out to the Taste of the State Fair Friday. Partly sunny, 80. Saturday, mostly sunny and a high near 85. The Iowa Department of Agriculture is aware that you may have received an unsolicited shipment of seeds in your mailbox and they are asking you to not plant them, open them, or attempt to destroy them. The concern is that they are an invasive plant species and you are asked to report the shipment immediately. The Iowa Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship is working closely with USDA to trace, collect, and properly destroy these unknown seeds to protect our agricultural community from plant and seed board diseases. Anything else, 2020, you want to bring along? We, we Anything don't else? need anymore. That's right. Have you <laughs> seen that thing on Facebook that has the stairs kind of like going out into like this mud pit? No. They said this is the back half of 2020. <laughs> I mean, how do you think we're going to be thinking of 2020 in five years? Is it going to be a joke in five and ten years, do you think? I want to know who was... back. I want to know those that had the five-year plan five years ago. Yeah. So now are they doing another five-year plan? Well, what I mean by joke is, look, Peggy, is everyone just going to shake their head like, oh, my gosh, that was collectively the worst year that we can remember in a long time. It just seems like things keep coming. Yeah, I mean, it is one of those that it's like, at some point, I think you just kind of look back and go, you know, I made it. Yeah, I mean, you got to turn it into, you know, hope or, you know, a silver lining at some point. So, you know, we just got to get through December 31st. I'll tell you, without the faith, I don't know, you know, I don't know where a lot of us would be. Keeping the faith and uh, uh, staying close to our Lord during this time is a a good thing to do and remember. Absolutely. Today's sports report brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Iowa State football announced yesterday that they are replacing the Hot game, agreeing to host Ball State September 12th at Jack Trice Stadium. So that should be a win for John, which makes him happy. It gives gives him hope right now. Over under six games. I'm going to go over this year, Cyclones. (laughs) 
And there's a group of Des Moines residents who filed lawsuit against the joint $19.5 million stadium venture between the Des Moines Public Schools and Drake University. The group claims that this was unlawfully approved since it was not brought to a public vote. They are asking the court to compel the Des Moines Public Schools to either abandon the project or put on hold until a public vote. They are also seeking an injunction to stop the district from issuing bonds for the project until after that public vote has been done. In Major League Baseball yesterday, Indians over the White Sox, 4-3 to three. Cubs. There's some hope for John. They oh, yeah. uh, beat the Red Sox, the Reds, 8-5. to five. Uh, Pirates, uh, they uh, took the Brewers 8-6. to six. Royals, they lost to the Tigers 3-4-3. to f- uh, four to three. And then it was the uh, Twins against the uh, Cardinals. Uh, Twins took that game 6-3. to three. From the WHO-TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, showers and thunderstorms later on today, so remember your umbrella. Mostly sunny, a high near 90, currently at the Iowa Catholic Radio Mercy One Studio at 70. This has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports. For Mark Amadeo, I'm Jimmy Olson. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Not a bad drive in this morning as uh, you are hitting the streets. Uh, just, again, no delays, but uh, construction to be on the lookout for us with uh, lane uh, restrictions and some road closures. So just keep an eye out for that. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, friends, I've talked about fasting on this show before a few times, and uh, you know by now, of course, that I'm not the best at it, but I do try to do it. And the traditional way, the traditional means of fasting as well, uh, I'm not all in on the, the bread and water thing for myself, but there are times in certain days of the year, especially Good Friday, when I eat very, very light uh, and have in the past on some bread and water fast. But I also look to get a little creative in my fasting as well, and I think this might be something that we could all do well to be able to think about. Uh, again, things that I just got three simple things here that you might want to consider uh, to do today to inspire your day with a little bit of fasting. One, not eating in between meals. There's a simple thing to be able to do. I think most of us can handle that. Don't have to do it every day. Some of us I don't like to snack, but maybe just taking a step back from that for a day a week. And instead, offering that right now for those souls and the conversion of souls around the world, offering that for maybe a conversion of a specific soul in your own life that has wandered away from the Lord. Uh, Also, maybe just lessening that TV time, turning the TV off at night, closing out of social media. Screen time can be a big thing and a diversion, I think, oftentimes in the spiritual life. But being able to take a little bit of time there away from a screen could be a good thing. I know I always get the reports on my phone each week uh, of how much screen time I had, and I'm always elated when that time goes down. Sometimes when that time goes up, I'm thinking, oh, no, i got to do something about that. But uh, elated when the screen time goes down, I think that might be a good fast for us. And again, something you can tie to maybe asking the Lord for the conversion of a heart uh, or someone, maybe a relationship that needs to be mended as well. I've talked about St. Jose Maria Escriva's Heroic Minute. This is something that I have not mastered yet, but I am down to one snooze. Hear ye, hear ye. I am down to one snooze of, of uh, in the morning, and that's been a big deal for me. Some of you are 
mocking me right now, I'm sure. But that's a big deal for me because there were times I had three, sometimes even four snoozes, and it just was not healthy. Uh, But the heroic minute says not one snooze. No, no snoozes in the morning for that alarm clock. Get up right away. Hop out of bed. St. Jose Maria Escriva. I think that's a fast right there. Because you're denying your body something maybe you want a little bit more. And it's even better for your body. So it's a a win-win, right? But the heroic minute might be a good one to be able to take up uh, as well in your life. So just some simple things and ways. But to remember your fasting, uh, especially today. Midweek might be a good day. Wednesday and Friday, sometimes traditionally good days to fast. Uh, But nonetheless, try to incorporate it in the spiritual life somehow. Let's go to your saint of the day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Now, today's saint was a forthright and honest firebrand, breaking customs as she pursued her relationship with Jesus Christ. Saint Martha today, the sister of Mary and Lazarus, is portrayed in the three synoptic gospels as the busy and direct sister. She has a strong sense of justice and duty when Jesus comes to visit her, busying herself with household tasks while her sister sits and listens at the feet of Jesus. Jesus uses the differences between the two sisters to remind all of his followers of the primacy of the spiritual world and how anxiety can separate us from God. Martha is also quite direct with Jesus when her brother Lazarus dies. She rebukes the Lord for not coming sooner. Martha's greatest moment in the gospel is the confession of Jesus' divinity at this moment. Quote, Lord, I have come to believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. One lesson we might take from Martha is the depth of personal relationship we should pursue with Jesus. In Martha's time, a woman should not have been allowed a man into her house without a male relative present, nor spoken to a man in public without first being addressed by a man. Both of these customs Martha disregards. Her relationship with Jesus is so personal that she feels comfortable ignoring these customs and speaking her true feelings to Jesus. We ask today, St. Martha, friend of Jesus, to pray for us. Amen. And a big thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law for underwriting our saint of the day, experienced wills and estate planning. It could be easy to put it off. Don't do it. Talk about families here. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. When we come back, Bo Bonna on the primacy, importance, power of the Old Testament. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show and all you continue to do to be able to help us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Stay strong. Catholic family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more. 515-493-1060. FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. That's FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. This is a friendly reminder to check your parish website to see Mass times. We also encourage you to see if your parish is requiring registration in advance for those Masses. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Hi, this is Jean Wells from Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Join me on Tuesday mornings at 10 for topics that give us angst and bring the concern to the forefront. If you have questions, I'll find the answers. Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. 
He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. It is July 29th. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman founding Blessman International in 2001 and continuing on today. Things look a little bit different than they did when they first started. And uh, right now, especially during the pandemic, they've been having to get very creative in the ways that they're serving the families there in Limpopo, South Africa. But And I know at the beginning of this, this whole thing kind of weighed on um, Dr. Jim's heart because he knew that people were really suffering there in March and April and May. But uh, they have just really stayed true to their mission in trying to bring uh, souls to Jesus the best way that they can to be able to help them. BlessmanInternational.org, inspired by their work. BlessmanInternational.org. Let's go to our Truth and Beauty segment here. Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences, Bo Bonner, for our weekly segment. Hello, Bo. Good morning, John. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. We've talked about the Old Testament here before, and I felt like on the last one that we, we didn't really spend enough time on it, so I kind of wanted to do an Old Testament uh, sequel here and the importance of it, because I think for most of us as Catholics, we might hear, you know, the New Testament, we hear from the New Testament and think, well, I can understand that. You know, I get that. Oh, yeah, okay, there's St. Paul speaking uh, in Corinth, uh, and, you know, here's a teaching from Jesus in the Gospels. But then we hear the Old Testament, and we just kind of write it off. Well, I don't get it. I don't understand it, so it must not be that important. But that's that's not the way it should be, right? Well, I mean, uh, on on one hand, it's uh, it's a heresy <laughs> to not take care uh, of to the Old Testament. This is actually important to think about. So, there's a, a, a heresy called Marcionitism that came about where, when Christianity starts to spread in the Greek world, the some people look at the Old Testament and uh, I mean, it's a lot bigger, but also it's very um, earthy as it is. Right? It's about a particular people. It's about this the Jewish people. The Jewish people and their exploits, which are, there's positive ones, there's great stories about, like, David as king and these patriarchs and people we look up to, but there's plenty of sin and difficulty and falling away and characters that are, frankly, hard to deal with. What do we do with these facts? And so there's a there's a, an impulse in certain Greek thinkers that if things are about divine, divi- divine realities and divinity then they need to be as far away from the created world as possible. Hmm. And so what they start to think is, well, the New Testament is about this spiritual reality, and the spiritual reality is the real reality and all that there is that we need to care about, because everything about the body is bad. And so the Old Testament, for 
for them starts to stand for the old way, the old order, so much so that they even start to say that the God of the Old Testament uh, isn't even the true God. They call him the Demiurge. They say he's like a demon, basically. And then the Old, the New Testament, and then depending on who you talk to, not even all of it. So St. Paul's letters and then some of the Gospels, they're about this spiritual reality and the real God, and it starts to become what is called Gnosticism, where the idea is there's a secret truth about the spiritual world, and that's all that matters. And so the Old Testament has to be done away with, and the New Testament, and not even all of the New Testament, just parts of it are the true kernel of truth. Now, why this is important is because if we're Christians, where we believe God became incarnate in the flesh in Jesus Christ, the way to combat this heresy, John, is to say, where did that flesh come from? Jesus Christ took on the flesh of a Jewish man. This Jewish man who had a mother who was a Jew, Jewish mother, uh, Mary, uh, St. Joseph as his foster father, all of this goes back to this great family line that, of course, we see even in the New Testament, John, where Matthew and Luke talk about the great family line, the genealogy of Jesus, which makes everybody ask, well, who are these people? Who is this genealogy? And, John, the Old Testament is precisely this, the lived, fleshy people that Jesus comes from, and the story of a people that God himself chose to bring out of slavery in order to be an example in this world, not only of God's presence, but also the presence of his coming in Jesus Christ, the prophecy foretold about the Incarnation. To throw away the Old Testament or not care about it is to not care about this incarnate reality of Jesus Christ, the New Testament is telling us. So how do we reconcile um, the violence in the Old Testament? A lot of people point to that and say, see, your God is a violent God, that's not my God, um, that the God of Christianity is one of destruction. Uh, how, how do we reconcile that? Well, I think when people bring that up, they have, you know, there, there's two things that they have to do. So if people are widely saying, uh, well, violence in the Old Testament proves that your God's not worthy of following, you have to point out the violence of the world itself and the sort of violence that we who bring to the text sublimate or put off into the shadows in order to act like we can live in a world that's nonviolent. It's, it's rather, uh, it, it comes from a place where, you know, we, we have, uh, millions of abortions that take place uh, in the shadows where people are exploited every day, where there's things like children's slavery. I mean, we go a list on and on that you can only have that idea that the world's not violent. It's only just a few texts that these religious groups follow. Uh, and so I would throw that out first of all. But then if you get Christians who are saying, like, well, the New Testament as a nonviolent God, it's all happiness and roses and puppy dogs with chocolate rivers compared to the Old Testament, I again point to the reality that Jesus Christ himself yeah. died a violent death in order to save us. And that the New Testament, of course, at, at, its, at its center, John, has, has the, the cross. And that the cross is, is not only a, a violence that happens to a man by a, a, a human empire, but God himself has become incarnate in this man who is tortured and murdered and killed, resurrected, but that this reality is the much more reality we all face, the reality that we're all going to die someday, that there's injustices in the world. And the Old Testament is just a testament to that reality. 
there is violence and death and that there's, uh, you know, just a lot of things to worry about and that there's sadness and grief, but that even in the Jewish people, the people who were enslaved by the dominant power of their time, the Egyptians, that God has chosen the side of slaves, that God has chosen the side of people who should be no account, who shouldn't have a world history, again and again a people who even fall away, that God, throughout all of the violence and difficulty, stays true and provides hope and resurrection. And I think that that's what people, uh, they can only miss this reality, this thread in the Old Testament, if they sort of uh, quote text it or only take parts in consideration and isolation, uh, to, to read the Old Testament and see the reality and the thread that goes through it. And of course, as we as Christians see as pointing to Jesus Christ, shows that the world itself might be full of violence and despair, but that God is the God of hope and love. But it's a, it's a hard-fought one. It is not a cheap hope or a cheap love. And I think that that's what people really are actually fighting against. How do you pray with the Old Testament? I'm hoping you're going to point to the Psalms. Well, yeah. The, the easiest way is the Psalms. Right. Where, and, and the Psalms, we go back one more time to point out, is not only the prayer of the Church monks, uh, traditionally, for instance, in the Benedictine order, pray all 150 psalms within a week. And the, the, the variety of the psalms from joy and praise to sadness and lament and everything in between. Uh, but they're often seen, the, the psalms are seen um, as, a, as a way that we pray three times. Like, so you can look at the psalms and, and pray them just as they're written uh, and see them as that way, like the, the, the emotion and the, the, the idea that they express in that prayer. We see this as the Church's prayer book, as uh, prayed by the saints, both Old and New Testament throughout time, but then also prophetically, uh, as, as the words of Jesus are talking about Jesus. Uh, Blessed is the man that follows not the path of the wicked, Psalm 1, traditionally seen as about Jesus. So the Psalms are an easy place, but there's canticles throughout uh, the Old Testament, and I think that you can see this in the Church's offices sometimes, right, that it takes the songs of the Israeli, Israelite people as her own. So uh, the, the, the song that Moses uh, and uh, his sister sing after the charioteers are swept away by the Red Sea uh, in the book of Exodus, this becomes the song of, of us who, because of Jesus Christ's victory of passing through death into life, we sing that triumphant uh, song with the Israelite people in this new way. So not only so now it's not just uh, Pharaoh's charioteers floating away so that we can go to our freedom, but death itself, John, has now been washed away in the sea of baptism as we walk to the new freedom of heaven. Is there a specific book? And I, I'll tell you this, for me, um, I, I just like to pick it up and read it. Um, but I, I also have seen the value in my own life of uh, different um, resources that has helped me walk through. And I, I pointed to Dr. Peter Kraft. You Can Understand the Bible has been a great resource for me, especially for the Old Testament. And it's a little bit more simple, but obviously most know I'm a big fan of his. Is there something, uh, maybe a resource or something to be able to help you, a guide to understand the Old Testament that you would recommend? Well, um, so, so St. Augustine has wonderful sermons about the Old Testament, and they're found in different places. So he has some on the Psalms. He definitely has a lot on Genesis. And then he actually has them in a few places where he's talking about the Old Testament. Uh, 
in order to fa- uh, to go against uh, this, Faustus, which is one of his uh, early enemies. There's different places where people will talk about St. Augustine in the Old Testament, uh, and there's various works where this, this happens. Um, anywhere that you can go see St. Augustine talking about the Old Testament, particularly about the book of Genesis, um, I think is a great way to start to understand that the mind of the Church and how it understands what the Old Testament is about. St. Gregory the Great has sermons about the Old Testament as well, like on the book of Job, um, and again, they're in various places. So, and then uh, finally, uh, Irenaeus, uh, Saint Irenaeus, whose name is hard to spell, but Saint Augustine, Saint Gregory, especially, uh, very much changed the way that I approach the Old Testament. There you go, Bo Bonner, everyone. Uh, what do you got coming up on your show today? So it's uh, just a Bud Nice special. We haven't had just a show on our own for a while since good. we're doing. So we're going to talk about the common good common sense and the sense of the common so sounds good to me bo bonner bud mar dr bud mar coming up at 10 o'clock this morning 10 o'clock in the evening all podcasted out uh you can find those friends at the uncommon good uh on our website iowacatholicradio.com talk to you soon bo god bless john all right i love those catholic truth and beauty segments each and every wednesday morning with bo always learning something here thanks for tuning in today friends that puts this wednesday in the books july 29th live inside of the mercy one studio deacon tony would you give us your blessing heavenly father protector of all who hope in you bless your people keep them safe defend them prepare them that free from sin and safe from the enemy they may persevere always in your love in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I am John Linetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more To show them who you are So living water flowing through God we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to Leonetti.
Saturday in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.